0: I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. Hi, everybody. How's it going? What's the haps, and how you doing? This is Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, coming at you with the flavor of the week, Spring Wardrobe Essentials for 2023. A few people have been writing in and asking about this in addition to suggestions on wedding guest dresses as well. So if you're new here, welcome, 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 welcome. Damn glad to have you. And I hope to create a very codependent relationship with you and you create one with me where you're so addicted to this podcast that you come to me every week with style questions that I have answers and solutions to. Now, I know a lot of people are wondering and reaching out with wedding attire questions. With that being said, just FYI, if you're new here or if you're in the market for becoming the best dressed wedding guest, which I'm sure you are, head on back to episodes 84 and 92, how to be the best dressed wedding guest, parts one and two. All of the suggestions on the podcast and the correlating Pinterest boards are still completely relevant. Go check that out when you can or if you have a lot of weddings coming up this year. Know that when picking out a dress, you want to make sure you can wear it to other events and functions and probably, honestly, to somebody else's wedding if you're going to be with a different crowd of people. Make sure you get the right undergarments that are needed and a shoe that you can actually last all night in. Yes, a shoe that you can dance in, not that you're going to look crippled by the end of the night. Because your feet are dying. Also, do yourself a favor. If you get new shoes for somebody's wedding, try to break them in before. Even if it's just around the house, so you can break them in just a little bit. There's nothing worse than not being able to wear your shoes by the end of the night. Also, taking your shoes off at somebody's wedding. Fashion. Crime. (coughs) Unless you are sitting and you do it under the table and nobody sees. I've seen this so many times and believe me, it's not chic. Nothing says I've had too much to drink and I'm too lazy to put my shoes back on, like showing up on a crowded dance floor with no shoes. Also, fun fashion fact, if you've had too much to drink, then that is the perfect time to break in your shoes because you actually have no idea how bad your feet really hurt until the next day. Not that I'm speaking from experience or anything like that. Also, once you take your shoes off, they're really hard to get back on because your feet start to swell up. Again, I cannot confirm or deny that this has happened to me. Just saying, just know this, I'll be watching. We've been invited to a couple weddings this year and I will be watching and I will be judging. Oh yes, yes I will. And If I'm not dancing, that probably means my feet hurt. (laughs) So there's that. Sorry, not sorry. So there's a way to finesse yourself pleasantly if your feet do hurt when you're casually sitting. Yes, you can take your shoes off, but just know it's going to be really hard to get them back on. I'm just saying. If your feet are killing you, don't take your shoes off and do a couple more shots. So spring is here because the pollen is here and it's warm during the day and it's colder at night. That means you can sort of wear a few summer things, but if you don't live in Florida, don't be dressing like it's the dead of summer because it isn't. Did you know that dressing for spring is actually super easy? Dependent on where you live, you might wear your winter stuff a little bit longer. But if it's above 50 and sunny, you do have my permission to start wearing spring clothing lighter, layered, effortless dressing with pieces that you can mix and match without a ton of effort. Looking at what I think is important in addition to what some other style experts are saying, I have a comprehensive list of things that will definitely benefit you to have in your wardrobe. Here in Atlanta, it's almost like summer, but not quite. It's very tempted to start wearing summer clothes. However, it's still a little too cool. And I say this because Jonathan and I have tried to lay out last weekend and it was a little disastrous as the wind was whipping so hard, the umbrella flew past us and broke like we were in a tornado. Again, it's not layout weather yet, even though we tried. It's sit outside weather and the water is still very cold. Let's break this up into categories. So for bottoms, let's start with jeans. Now, this has been an ongoing conversation forever. For spring, a lot of lines and brands are showing baggier, stovepipe, more relaxed fit jeans. This has been a trend for a while, but it's also not going anywhere. Lighter washes, crop length, flared legs, and frayed bottoms are popular right now. Also, don't forget about colored denim as well. I love a colored jean. I absolutely love this look and want you to keep it at the top of your list when assessing what jeans you might be purchasing. Depending on your body type, you know what looks best on you. There is no jean, I repeat, no jean that is quote unquote out of style, except for jeans that don't fit you. Okay, we'll let that sink in for a minute. I wear skinny, I wear cropped. Flared, I wear them all. So don't let anyone tell you that your jeans are out. Make sure you get a fit that gives you the support that you need. For example, some brands that I love are Mother, Legends, Legends, I'm not sure how to say it, Levi's, and some Rag and Bone. There are so many labels to pick from. If you wear jeans, make sure you take care of them and update them every few years. If you have jeans on your regular rotation, then you should have about eight to 12 pairs of jeans. More is fine, but you shouldn't really have less than six or seven pairs of jeans if you wear them on the regular. Make sure you hit up my Pinterest board for some options on the styles that I like. Here's what I'm really into lately. Colored slacks. Now I only have two pair, but I've really been loving them. They are loose and comfortable, but they don't look overdressed. I've been wearing them both with heels and flip-flops. And can also definitely wear these with a sneaker, no problem. So I really want to get more because I think instead of wearing dresses all the time, I'm going to go for bright colored slacks. That's going to be my jam this spring. Also, I have two fun colors, electric blue, and I like to call it shocking purple. Don't think that spring is just for pastels because it isn't. So for the past few seasons, color is all the rage, especially neons. So anyway, loving this trend. You can buy separates, of course, but if you want to go for the whole colored suiting trend, this is a surefire way to guarantee so many looks. Wearing it together, of course, but being able to break it up into separates is super chic. Get some loose-fitting colored slacks and send me some pics. Also, don't forget the alterations. I have the electric blue velvet Proenza slacks. I also have, from Sergio Hudson, the super high shocking purple slacks, and Nolan just made me get the matching jacket. I didn't think I needed it, but the jacket is sick and I love it and I'm going to be able to break it up as well. Next for bottoms is my OG favorite maxi skirt. I love a maxi skirt. Now, there are several styles, pleated, sheer, tiered, ruffled, and so on. I love, 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 love a maxi skirt. It's the easiest thing in the world to put on. It's great for all seasons and can be paired with flip-flops for the beach or with tall boots and a sweater, which I love. Also, I'm loving a printed maxi skirt with an oversized bag and a sweater or jacket that's for fall or for winter. And a maxi can be straight, but I honestly prefer an A-line. Looks great on all body types. Now, skirt lengths are a personal preference. It also depends on your body type. So, a straight, when I say straight, think of a jean mini skirt with no stretch. A straight mini skirt can go haywire on me. So, that's not a style suitable for my body type. So, I love an A line. So, that's to the knee or right above the knee. I usually don't wear anything shorter than that, but I still love a maxi skirt. It's still my favorite. I love a midi skirt, which is right, you know, to the halfway on your shin. And I love a skirt right to my knees. Okay, so I've had a few people that wanted me to talk about shorts. Y'all know I don't really like to wear shorts a lot in public, but I have been for the past few seasons, let's be honest. If you're new here to the Fashion Crimes Podcast and want to know more about how to style shorts, please go back and listen to episode 83, which is how to style shorts. Shorts, much like skirts, are about the length. I prefer 8 to 9 inch shorts because, obviously, when you sit down, they're shorter. I do love a high-waisted or a belted short with a heel and cute sandals or sneaker. You can style this super cute for evening or daytime. It's very versatile. You should have these types of shorts, dressy shorts. Now, this could be in a variety of fabrics, but these can be worn with a jacket, super dressy blouse, and a high heel or high heel sandal. These could also be leather shorts or pleather shorts, which I have, which are great. I love the brocade-looking shorts, which basically means they look like upholstery fabric, but that means to me it's a dressier short. Same rules apply. You can totally wear these with heels or not or boots or slouchy boots. You should have shorts for running errands slash around the house. It can be cotton or something lightweight and more casual. But here's my rule for jean shorts. Make sure they're not too short like ass cheek short and make sure they aren't like spandex shorts either. They should not be so tight around the leg they look like bike shorts, just saying. These are really great examples of some highly approved shorts on my Pinterest board that I made just for you this week, so check it out. Now, moving on to tops. For spring, it's so chic to move to lightweight sweaters instead of a top. Now, this could be a duster instead of a jacket or layered with a top underneath. I love a sleeveless mock turtleneck. I love a sleeveless turtleneck bodysuit. I love any kind of bodysuit, but that's great with a lightweight sweater. So Staud has some cute ones with bright colors in addition to Mauve, which is the house label for anthropology. Listen, I'm not mad at anthropology these days. They've got some really cute stuff. Essential Antwerp, that's a brand that I just discovered and that I think is very interesting and different. Now, you can do a pullover sweater or a cardigan because those are back on trend as well with a stovepipe jean and, of course, a chunky sweater. I prefer my sweaters to come to the top of the waist and that actually creates your waist. So I saw a lot of really cute ones at Proenza. I was there the other day. They have them in a bunch of different colors and then they have them, some are buttoned and some are just pullover. So there's a bunch of cute ones there. You can also do an oversized one, but make sure it's not swallowing you. There are some great ones out there. I really have just been sleeping on lightweight sweaters. I need to get some more. Another thing that is considered a sweater is a knit polo top. So I've seen some by Veronica Beard that are like a rib knit. And I was just talking about Proenza, but they also have a lighter weight, very thick rib knit top that could be considered a lightweight sweater also, which also comes in a dress, which I love. A heavier knit can count as a lightweight sweater, if you wear it with a short or a mini skirt or something like that. Also, in style, which isn't my style, can't believe I'm about to say this, is a sweater vest. Yes, I know. I can't believe it either, but it's being shown as a trend right now. Now, if I were get, me personally, if I was going to wear a sweater vest, it's going to be with a tube top underneath it and super tight leather pants and chunky jewelry. But hey, that's just me. So if you get a sweater vest... Try it like that or with a tank underneath and a skirt and heel. That might be cool too. Also, yes, all the sweater vests from the 1990s, they're back in. What can I say? I'm not happy about it either. But there is a way to give a nod to that trend with trying to look crazy. And if you get a sweater vest, maybe stick to a solid color. So that's a great way to try it out. So I would love to get a black oversized sweater vest, wear it with a tube top, some chunky jewelry. I think that would be definitely different for me. And then I could wear a super lightweight coat on top of that. So that would be a cool look. Yes, The Cosby Show, sweaters, all that shit is back. Don't get a grandma-looking sweater vest. Get one that's chic, monochrome, and you know, try to make it look effortless. That's my advice. In the jacket category, I will give anyone of any size, of any age, this advice. You must own a denim jacket. You must. Now, it's up to you what type of jacket, but I have a light one and a dark rinse, and they're also different lengths. So, one is shorter and cropped, and the other one's a little longer and oversized. I will absolutely sign off on a white denim jacket all day long or black all day long, but denim, I think, is what goes with most. You can wear it with anything, a dress, skirt, pants, shorts, what have you, and it's the perfect weight for spring. Put a fun brooch on it. Um, If you have any brooch questions, Nolan is the brooch queen. I love a good brooch too. I have a couple of designer brooches that I put on my jean jackets or some pins. It's not a must, but it makes it fun. Any of you who know me know that Jason Mraz is my boyfriend because we're in love. Anyway, the last time I saw him in concert, he was selling pins, so of course I got one and put one on my jean jacket. So that's how I wear it. Now, wherever you are in your shoe journey this is an absolute must. You have to have a plain white sneaker for spring. Now, if you haven't listened to the episode on how to style sneakers, please go back and do so on episode 128, and that will give you all the styling advice you need about sneakers. But with that being said, you can totally rock a white sneaker, plain white, with just about anything. If you don't have one yet, go to Superga, Converse, Nike, Puma or New Balance or Aloha's. I sell that on the Anthropology site as well, too. All these are going to be on my Pinterest board for you, of course. This is probably one of the easiest things to get with a very, very low risk of messing it up. Unless you try to pass off a workout sneaker or a running shoe as a fashion sneaker. I think we all know what I'm talking about here. Don't do it. If you cannot tell the difference between a fashion sneaker and a workout sneaker, please ask for help in the store or please call me or please ask me. I'm going to tell you the truth as always. Do not pass off a workout sneaker as a fashion sneaker. Don't do it. In other shoe news, I love a mule for spring as well. They could be high heel or flats, Up to you. I have some bright yellow ones that I got from... Giuseppe Zanotti. I am a new customer for them, loving those shoes, but that's up to you. This is probably the only flat, if you're going to buy a flat mule that I'm loving these days. They're super easy and you don't have to think about it much. Just put them on and go. Mules are great because it's too cold to wear full on sandals, but then your feet can breathe a little bit as well. So when you wear mules, don't wear socks with them or even those little no show socks because then you can totally see them. That's another fashion crime that I've seen. You wear mules with no socks. Just saying. Lastly, when it comes to your bags, for spring, you must, and I say you must have a crossbody bag in a fun color. Understand this. Your bag doesn't have to be so matchy-matchy to your outfit, okay? Meaning like if you wear a lightweight sweater and jeans and you want like a bright green crossbody, style that. With a denim jacket, and that's the way to do it. Use the color as a way to enhance your outfit and do something unexpected. It's fine for an everyday bag if you want something neutral, of course, obviously that's going to go with everything, but get a smaller bag that you can take around the city or travel with, or use it to add a pop of color to your outfit. And get an outrageous color, like get a neon or something really out there. No, it's not going to look out of place if you make it look intentional. Okay, so that's the key. If you make it look intentional, it's not going to look whack. So there's that. I have a couple of fringe bags that are fun colors that I love, and I always get compliments on them. So change it up. Now, I don't change my bag a whole, whole lot, but I do change it sometimes. But make sure you're not leaving your ID, your wallet in one bag, and then switching your stuff to another. The only reason why I'm saying that is because it's happened to me. It's happened to some of my friends. They switch bags on the fly and then half their shit's missing. So when you get a card holder, which I've said before, that eliminates that problem. When you get a card holder, you put your cards, your essentials in that, and then you're just switching your card holder from bag to bag and your lip gloss and what have you. That was a lesson that I did learn from Our Lady About Town, Nolan. And it's a game changer. I could never go back to an old school wallet ever, 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 never, ever. I think that's it for this week. I could keep going on and on and on, but I think I've taken up enough of your time. And it's not just these things for spring. These are just the core essentials, okay? Y'all need to go on my Pinterest board, see what you like, see what you don't like, see what you have already, see what you don't have. And I hope this has been helpful. Of course, there are other things that are must-have, like statement earrings. Definitely, that's something that I've been working on. Colored sandals. I got gifted a pair of hot pink sandals because I covered Cecilia, New York. Please go back and listen to that episode. And she sent me some hot pink sandals. And I'm like, where am I going to wear these? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to rock them. I'm going to wear these with a white jean. I'm going to wear them with a black leather jean. I don't have any hot pink jeans, but I might get some. But, you know, that's a fashion challenge for me. I'm going to try to rock those sandals. A kimono, which is my jam. I love those for summer, but I also love them for spring as well. If it's going to be like super windy out somewhere. And statement sunglasses. Another thing that I've been working on. I have some whack, really cool ones from Jimmy Crystal New York, um, but I need some more statement sunglasses. And please understand when I tell you statement sunglasses, they don't mean, I don't mean high-end designer sunglasses. I mean $15, $35, $65 sunglasses that are super cool that you'll wear with a fun outfit. Don't go ham on those and try to buy all these designer sunglasses. It's not necessary. Get some cheaper ones so then you can get more. Duh. I'm going to add those to the board, so don't worry. If you have any questions, please, please don't hesitate to write in. I want to say thank you to Laura this week. She wrote in because she wanted to know what to wear to the Kentucky Derby. And y'all are never going to hear me say this, but I've never been to the Kentucky Derby. I've been to a Derby party, and I look pretty fabulous at that. So I'm going to talk about that coming up pretty soon to answer her question. Because it is a little bit overwhelming because people are so flamboyant and pretty out there. So I might give a few suggestions on that next week. Keep writing in with your questions. Sign up for our email list. Email me, Holly at Fashion Crimes Podcast, Holly at Styling. So many ways to get in touch with me. So many ways to bond with me. So many ways for us to be best friends. Follow us on Instagram, Styling and Fashion Crimes Podcast. Hit me up. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know how you're doing. I hope you have these spring wardrobe essentials and I hope this helps. So let me know if I've forgotten something, if you're, there's something else for spring that you think is a wardrobe essential that I did not name and let our friendship continue. Send this to someone you love. Send this to someone who you know needs fashion help. We all need a little help out there in the world, world, myself included. And I hope you have a fabulous fashionable week. This has been Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist. And as always, the only Holly in your entire life that you need to know forever and ever. Y'all have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.